All right. Hey, now, welcome to another episode of How Simp Sees It. And I'm going to tell you, that opening music makes me just want to get up and get down. You were, actually. There was a, a jig happening yeah. here on this side of the world. Only confined to a chair, but yeah. <laughs> That's true. But uh, yeah, it just makes your legs move and your fingers snap. Uh, much yeah, man, does, that's Parliament. Yeah, uh, and much does the podcast How Simp Sees It, which you have uh, found yourself to today. The weekly podcast for all things movie and uh, nerd-related and the ge- and the weekly podcast for movies, TV, and pop culture. That's right. I like that. Uh, it's probably because <laughs> it's our slogan. <laughs> yeah, I was going to uh-huh. say. Yeah, I believe good. it's our subtitle. Yeah, we're going to do something a little bit different. First off, that voice you're hearing is not a figment of your imagination. That is Mr. J-Rod, the one and only. Am I the different part? Yeah, well, I think so. Oh, okay. Good. I hope so. If not, there's trouble. <laughs> and I'm really good at impressions. Uh, well, I guess they wouldn't know, would they? No, in fact, you could record two completely different tracks. I suppose I could. Yeah. The only way to know is to come and see us live at the Carmike Theaters, uh, formerly Carmike, now AMC, formerly The Raven, formerly Carmike. But uh, we will be they out got there. holograms now, dude. I don't know. You might be able to pull that whole thing <laughs> off. <laughs> that would be something, but then we wouldn't get to see the wonderful Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Not together. Yeah, well, that'd be, and that would be a shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we heard our uh, good friends Robin and Webb are planning on uh, coming out for the Guardians. I've heard. I've heard uh, tell. We, I saw her today randomly at the grocery store. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I, that's right. See, we're regular people. We go to the grocery store and buy things. No, I got people for that. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no. Shit, I want some of them people. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's called Peapod. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. You, I hear tell you can have people bring you stuff through apps on your phone and stuff now. Yeah, they're, they, you know, they have that will deliver anything to you for a price. They app. also have people you can hire to do your own chores uh-huh, through uh-huh, there, which yeah. I saw, I think, on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I was like, nah. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. If there's an idea, it's most likely been thought of. I believe uh, they call it the share economy. Oh, see, there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not have that app. Uber uh, and shit. It's yeah. all the shared economy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Uh, but, yes, we are here. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a different show. We are going to be live out at the AMC this coming Thursday for the premiere of Guardians of the Galaxy. Got a couple things to give away. Ooh, yeah. And Chad said there'd be some more posters, too. And we're going to have Ooh. a much better system in place so we don't get raided like last time. <laughs> oh, man, them banshees, they just came in, they got it, and they were gone. That's right. All in the time it took me to walk to your truck and back. Yeah. <laughs> they were gone. We, we kind of stashed them under the table, Yeah, too. they weren't, like, out in plain sight, either. Uh, and, yeah, they hornswoggled them right out. Just, boom, <laughs> gone. Swindled. So, Do we know if there's going to be an IMAX poster? That I do not know. All right. Um, but, yeah, if it's the IMAX Guardians poster, I will fight someone to the death for that. Yeah, that big-ass uh, one they yeah. put in the light box? Yeah, the good news for me, at least, is that, uh, and for you, if you have Disney Movie Rewards, that awesome poster that uh, Chad showed us and that I was like, this poster is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, I got it for Disney Point. Like, I had points on my account, and all I had to do was click redeem because they put it on their website. So that's awesome. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I got both of the Guardians regular yeah. size posters. Awesome. Uh, and the IMAX posters probably laid, have somebody laid claim to that piece of awesomeness. And if they go by the traditional standards, what they'll do is probably move the awesome bluish IMAX poster to the front in the front section. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably put up whatever's coming next to the IMAX. Uh, in that little hallway. It's just a guess. Okay. All but right. they've done that the past few yeah. times we've been mm-hmm. out there. So, uh, But we will be out there, and we will be uh, ready to talk to all of you about some awesome Marvel stuff in Guardians of the Galaxy. Got some comic books, got a pop or two to give away, and uh, and then some. Oh, yeah, that's the poster right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the good one right there, the IMAX. 
It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty great. It's yeah. all purple and bluey. I'm, I not, don't know if that's going to be this iMac small poster, but probably not I if don't there think is so. one, because no. they usually don't copy the poster. They don't. Uh, it's never been a copy. Uh, but that is specifically an IMAX poster, so I, it's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. So yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, uh, I heard tell that some people went to Kong on like in the different chain, like Regal or whatever. They gave mm-hmm. away little Kong posters and stuff, and I know they do some for Star Wars too. So, so we'll see. Um, we will. Yeah, the last time they had a great Galaxy poster. Uh, oh yeah, that yeah, was awesome. Uh, the ones with the silhouettes that led into a tape recorder that, that, uh, with the awesome mix, which was they always do fine fine artwork there mm. for for the. Uh, for the old guardians, and they really hit the marketing machine. They do, yeah. Uh, and I've, you know, I was mentioned to somebody today that it was coming up. Like, God, they've had those commercials on TV forever. Yeah, they. And have. I was like, I wouldn't know. I didn't. But they have though, and they're even on bags of Doritos and shit. Like that wasn't around for the first one. Yeah, you know what that's I mean. True. They're like, this is a big risk that might fall flat on its face, and it exploded into the greatest thing. Uh, and a large part, I think, due to the. Uh, normally, superhero movies are, I mean, there's a female audience without a doubt, but it's usually more men um, drawn to the, the superhero fair, at least previously. And James Gunn kind of tried to neutral, he neutralized that with uh, the coolness and cuteness of the the Groot character and well, some I of the, the pet did, type humor and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think he did the only thing you could do, and that's develop unique, interesting characters yeah. that have charm. They do, and a lot, not, I mean, if you know anything about James Gunn, he is an animal lover. And oh, yeah. there's a lot of things that we all shared the love about animal videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, cute things about puppies, cats doing something sh- shitty, you know, Unless like knocking... Weird. I mean, in, in the literal sense, you, if, if you don't like animal videos, you're, you're kind of weird. I mean, it's a little strange. At least a little like, oh, yeah. animals, good. Yeah. good for them. Yeah, it's something, because it'll make you feel something, because they're animals doing yeah, funny if you, stuff. If you feel negative feelings about that yeah, shit... Yeah, I that... mean, shit, I've seen a video of a monkey in Bengal fucking trying to stab a man after the guy flipped the monkey off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm serious. And if yeah. you think yep. I'm joking, no. you can watch that video. What a world we live yes, in. Yes, you can. Uh, I, I love the one where the gorilla charges the girl or the little boy that was oh, beating yeah. their chest on That's the other right. side of the zoo. The girl's class. like, what? Fuck you, man. Uh-uh. Yeah, the, the girl's like, I'm big dog yeah. around here, baby. Let me show you how to beat your chest, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's terrifying. Yeah, and that child was never went back to the zoo again. Uh, he wasn't like a child child, but he was young, probably five or six. You think? Oh, man, I think a little younger, yeah. maybe three or four. Yeah, I really just, do. You know, doing what you do, just being cute, you know, yeah, boom, boom, like, boom. Oh, gorillas, yeah. I know what gorillas yeah, do. Oh, they do gorillas this. Do. He, and now he doesn't think that's what gorillas do. Yeah, They're that's like, what oh, gorillas, gorillas They scare the fucking shit out of you is what they do. Well, what you need to explain to children is that's what gorillas do when they're trying to kill each other. That's right. <laughs> so don't do that to the gorilla because no. he will try to kill you. Uh, what tried to kill me was uh, the damn circle overall. I'm going to get into the review and I'm going to go more into it, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm going to tell you why. But it did not satisfy uh, a couple of eager minds. I've heard. Uh, I did not make it. I had to pick up uh, three extra shifts of work this weekend, Oof. so uh, I was a little too busy to get out to the movie theater. There was a possibility of going today if uh, I got out of work on time, but that did not. Well, I, I would wager to say I know you pretty well, and I don't think you'd have got down with it at the theater. Probably I think not. when you watch it at home, you'll be like, meh. 
Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go into it a little bit. But we have a review for The Circle. I didn't love it. I didn't absolutely hate it either. So, I mean, that's not my review. But uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later. Also, I have a review of a movie probably a lot of people haven't heard of. We've only talked about it on here maybe once or twice. I think it was once. Yeah. Uh, and that's Colossal with uh, Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis, who... Uh, I really enjoy both of those actors quite a lot. So. Yeah. Um, and it's also going to be a little bit different, too, because we are going to do a weekly update, but you're going to find it's bare bones. And the reason that it is is because we're doing this again in four days. It's going to uh, be live. The theater, and it's going to be live, and I want to have plenty of stuff to talk about. And I found that when we went out for the Kong, since we did a show, I think we did the show, uh, it was Sunday, and, and I just gave, like did all the news, mm-hmm. and like shit didn't happen all week. <laughs> and right. then I just didn't have a lot to talk about. Uh, I mean, we still talked about stuff, but we just spent a lot longer on Although things. Although we, sometimes we get uh, passers-by come well, up to us. So. I will think that we are going to get that um, yeah. uh, quite a bit uh, for the Guardians. I think there's going to be lots of people coming out. And not just for yeah. the IMAX. They're going to be f- coming for the regular theaters, the, th- the regular 3D, oh, yeah, yeah. the IMAX 3D. Like People are going to come out. It's going to yeah, make I a think lot so. of money. Uh, I'm going to try and make us a sign. That's what I'm going to do. That's, oh, that's my goal this that week. That is ambitious, sir. Yeah, yeah. We will see how that goes. We may or may not have a sign. Yeah. Uh, Uh, You heard it here first, folks. That's right. Uh, So what we're going to do is I'm just going to talk about a couple of things in the weekly update. I'm going to go right into the TV stuff after that. And I got uh, a review for the American Gods debut tonight. Neil Gaiman. Fantastic author. Does his, uh, <laughs> does his vision transfer over to the small screen? I have your answers. Uh, I'm also going to give a quick talk about this week's episode of Firego, uh, you betcha, and uh, uh, have a quick review for Silicon Valley and Better Call Saul. Lots of good things on the tube in April. So uh, we'll talk about that. And, of course, those two aforementioned movie reviews. So we're going to get right on into the weekly update for just a couple of things. Uh, that happened this week uh, that uh, I won't probably be talking about on Thursday. So uh, that being said, we're not going to waste any more time. We're going to get into it. We're going to do it now. All right, so I've talked to two people, both younger than me. I'm drinking a, an original New York seltzer water, flavored water, and uh, they were huge for me when I was a kid. My dad bought them. They come in four packs. They're good. They're Tiny little bottles. Yeah, they're little seltzer water with natural flavorings in them. Mm-hmm. Tiny little bottles, and they're really tasty. And I was like, J-Rod, you probably remember these. He's like, no, I don't remember those. I showed Anna. She was like, no, I don't remember those. You're crazy. And I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> I think I'm just that old. Uh, but they're good. Could be, you know, it might be one of those things that they had, like, at a store your dad went to all the time, you know, or, you know, my mom would get stuff at, like, Aldi, which isn't that exclusive, obviously, but, like, it's not a store everybody goes to. I want to say, I think they were a pretty big deal. Okay. But, uh, it, it was a long time ago. Yeah. But they they brought it back, and it looks just like it did back in the day. I'm I'm drinking a black cherry one currently, and it's quite tasty. So <laughs> I'm glad you think so. Yeah, no, I know so. Uh, it's good. So if the, uh, the uh, New York Seltzer people are listening, I will plug you for free. Um, because it's tasty. Just that one time, though. Yeah, never again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Unless uh, I get that pipe. That's right. Uh, two things that I want to talk about that are big, and then a couple of just random musings, and we're going to move right on. Uh, this is, I saw the news and I went, wait, what? Because uh, I had to read it twice. But, uh, Roseanne, we, we were laughingly saying they're probably going to bring Roseanne back. Uh, they are bringing Roseanne back with John Goodman 
and Sarah Gilbert, and I go, and I go, how? Sorry, guys, like twenty year old spoiler, uh, John or Dan Connor died. Yeah, uh, with a, from a heart attack, in technically season seven. Even though he went on, it was revealed in the finale that she was writing a, a book the whole time mm-hmm. after winning the lottery, and Dan was a character in said book, but it's been revealed. So I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, there's good writers, and they'll figure it out, providing there's no strike and stuff. You know, uh, <laughs> well, then, they better because Roseanne had some of the best writers they did of all time. I know, and it was and uh, it's like sitcom. That's like sitcom gold, like yeah, for real. And writing, you go, what are you talking about? It's still fucking funny. Well, it was at the top at the time of sitcoms. Yeah, it really was, and it, it's it's still funny. I yeah. watch it and I still laugh. And if you don't know, Roseanne and Seinfeld's writing teams are the highest paid teams I think ever. Wow. Um, it might, that may not be true anymore, but yeah. I think uh, for a good long while. What about the Friends crew? No, I don't think so. No? Well, uh, I'll tell you, though, um, I'm curious about this whole uh, Roseanne thing. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I am slightly less than curious. Yeah, I, I am. I like Roseanne. Made me laugh. I, don't, I think you're just not going to be, you're not going to capture that so magic. It's only eight episodes, uh, apparently, and I think you're right. Um, and apparently it's being sought after by many suitors. He's a suitor. Uh, (laughs) Bonafide. Bonafide. And Netflix is one of them. Hulu is one of them. All three of the major networks, uh, four technically Fox, uh, Rupert Murdoch, you bastard, you snuck your way in. Uh, (laughs) He's, 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 he's earned it. I guess many tentacles. (laughs) Yes, he does. Um, So Um, I want to tell a quick little weird story. You, You did that. He's a suitor thing. Um, we, my uncle, I think at, uh, Easter, uh, celebration said something about he's bona fide. And my brother and I at the, in unison went, he's a suitor. <laughs> and my aunt was like, huh? you're both weird. <laughs> Be like, you're weird. Of course we busted up laughing. <laughs> yeah. You're weird. Cause you don't know. Yeah. The quick little fun story. What you got next? Yeah. Uh, not much. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so this is, this is a uh, long running fan theory. And don't go too deep into the web um, searching until after you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy because it's a little spoilery, mm. not much. Um, but it talks about Stan Lee's specific cameos in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Um, not all of them, just one of them. But uh, I'm not going to talk about that aspect. Okay. But there is a long-running fan theory that Stan Lee... Um, let me start it out by this... Uh, a long time ago, there was a character, and it's called The Watcher. Um, not many people have ever heard of him, except for comic book fans. Uh, we've read him. We've seen him for years. Most recently, he was featured in an eight-arc retelling of Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. And um, the first episode, Zero, was dedicated uh, to that race of, of aliens. And, Beings. Yeah, and there's one major, I'm not even going to give his name out because that would even be too spoilery, but there is a, they are a race of folks and they're called the Watchers, where they are basically people that can take any shape or shift and they can uh, watch and observe us as people, as humans, as whatever they're mm-hmm. after. And it's not just us, they can do it wherever the damn well they please. Uh-huh. Uh, and so a fan was like, well, I think the Stan Lee's cameo on all of these Marvel movies, I think he was one of the Watchers. And he said the name of the specific one, which if you go searching for, will lead you down the dark path of spoilers. <laughs> uh, and they're only moderately light spoilers if you do want to check it out. But there are some there, and I don't. we don't do spoilers on here. 
So, uh, but the uh, the theory, I was like, oh, cool. And then um, Marvel, Kevin Feige, confirmed it. Holy shit. What? Yeah, he confirmed it. <laughs> That's pretty big news. Uh, huge, dude. Yeah. So Stan Lee has had seemingly just a, a common thread uh, of being amused by his own creatings and being in a movie, but he actually served a point. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll, we will find out more to that in the five post-credit scenes, at least some of the answers to previous Stanley sightings. That's so. a lot of post-credit scenes. There's fucking five of them. <laughs> I mean, damn, you know? We got to go meet and greet people, man. You yeah, can't five, five. You know I want to see every one of them bitches? Well, yeah, you gots too. <laughs> you, I mean, seriously. They, only the people that... Uh, people don't leave. Like, I don't. I still don't get it. Only old people who love that funny raccoon. Yeah, uh, we go to uh, every Marvel movie, and there's still people that get up right away. I don't understand. Yeah. They they know. Don't I they? do sometimes to run out and get set up. But you wouldn't have to do that probably. Well, yeah, sometimes. But why? why? It just depends on how many people are there and but what we're why? doing. Would anybody want to? Well, I do it because I know I'm going to see it again. No, no. Yeah, that too. But I'm saying just a normal moviegoer, like you have oh, to know, just, right? Just because, no, they don't know. Really? Oh yeah, they've never watched a credit scene. Really? I'm sure of it. Wow. Maybe it might, yeah, my mind's just too far nerd that I just can't. I'm oh like, yeah, dude. We're, I think everything has a spoiler at the end. We're a lot deep, of times dude. I'm right. Did, I'm did, like, yeah, there was. I told you. Mm-hmm. But uh, they told us this time. There's like there's five. So don't leave at any point until the lights are completely up and nothing is on the screen. <laughs> then you are free to go because uh, James Gunn will keep you entertained throughout. That being said, uh, just the other things, uh, and then uh, I, I, uh, two days ago, uh, 17 years ago, two days ago, um, I met Anna, mm. so it's been uh, a long, good while together, and we still enjoy each other's company, and we are celebrating an anniversary coming up uh, from marriage. It'll be 10 years, marriage, 17, mm-hmm. just being together. So she got me a cool gift. She got me a Nintendo Switch. That's a pretty cool game. Yeah, with uh, Zelda, The Breath of the Wild. I know you were looking for those. Oh, that pairing, yes. as a matter of fact. And also the Mario Kart uh, 8 yeah. Deluxe, yeah. which, yeah. Uh, let me tell you, loads of fun. I do love the Mario Kart. Loads How could you not? of fun. Um, and, and, dude, the Zelda, I could do a whole show on Zelda and oh, how oh. crazily... Maybe we should. Um, dude, it's like you play six and a half, seven hours of tutorial. <laughs> and I don't mean to like shitty tutorial, but yeah, like, but you're beginning player, and yeah, and it's obviously do the simple task, kind now. of. Yeah, you're like going to temples, but it's like, oh, the temple's over. Usually, these things take an hour. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but you're you're getting through, and man, it's good. You, I mean, they make it to where you can't ignore some things. The 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 hardness level is just right. Mm-hmm. It's not too easy, um, and you have to pay attention. Uh, for instance, um, I was having trouble getting to the top. I needed to climb to the top of this thing to get into one of the, the temples in the tutorial. Uh-huh. And, and I asked a buddy who has it, and I'm like, man, I can't uh, I can't seem to get it because the cold, it takes pieces of my health off. And since I'm just starting, I only have the three little hearts. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, have you got to the part where you found the chili peppers yet? I'm like, I have. And he's like, dude, you throw five chili peppers onto a campfire, you boil them up, you eat five, you get 12 minutes of cold resistance. I'm like, damn. 
<laughs> oh, so there's a lot of crafting involved? Not a lot, but just the minimal level of mm-hmm. throw these on a thing, boil it up. Like a, a toasted apple gives you like more health than mm-hmm. just a regular apple. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just simple things like throw this on the fire and something might happen to it. Or it mm-hmm. might burn up. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's a living, breathing, giant world. Oh, uh, yeah. I totally believe it. Like more so than I think any video game I've played in a long time wow. uh, except for maybe like nah, it, dude it's huge Mass Effect 2 no man, man yeah I don't think it's as big as Mass Effect like 2 or even 3 because mm-hmm. of the whole the systems and yeah. the planets and all but man it's big though uh, it's it was really impressive and it and it it lives which is the most impressive thing to it mm. is it's, it's a world that just feels like a real living breathing world they've been working on it for some decades they have uh and boy they got it right it's also the first time i've ever seen any nintendo game in full 1080p oh that's a, that's pretty cool yeah i've been waiting for a while they did, <laughs> they had the high def with the wii u yeah it was 720 i think yeah you um, know they th- that's not their market no, and they, it's not. They know that from the beginning. It's family fun play. That's they, what they do. And yeah. They keep their specs lower because the reason they went 1080p is because everyone's on 4K now. That's right. Well, I mean, it's smart. Or at though. least that's the way the world's going. Yeah. Everyone's not on it. But. No. Uh, actually, I was at a video store today because we ordered a pizza. It's a, at a Marco's Pizza, which is part of like a family video chain. Mm-hmm. And we don't rent videos uh, normally because we'll either – we well, there's – like we've either seen it or – it's we'll get to it we have a lot of movie channels yeah and you and, can get it digitally usually. yeah uh, a lot of times i do purchase uh digital like because you can get it three weeks before it comes out and so on and so forth but there's a guy in there and there is still people renting dvds yeah i did I not s- know that i saw an article Truthfully, today I know uh no not maybe it was yesterday um but it was all about how blockbuster is thriving uh, outside of big cities and they found a niche market in places that don't have high uh, internet access yet. Huh. That's um, interesting. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I just thought that was kind of weird. Um, and then uh, Jeff Goldblum Oh, is- I'm sorry. Uh, teaser Jeff Goldblum. But uh, I want to comment on the, the update for Mass Effect that came through. I've played, oh, sure. I've replayed it a lot now. And i got to tell you, it's a lot better. It's a lot better? Yeah. Oh, what? it's a lot better. Like, in what aspect? Um... It's not nearly as glitchy. There are still some, but usually it's, okay, I'll just restart the save, and then you get going again. Yeah. So, um, nothing... Uh, there was one time since the update that something terrible happened, and it froze up during uh, at, towards the end of a major battle, and I had been going for like half an hour and all these oh, bastards, yeah. and then it fr- freezes up at the end. But that's... I'm not sure that's the game or if that's my console or what, because I have hmm. a refurbished uh, PS4. But. Ah, Yes. Uh huh. How about that? But uh, yeah. But uh, I uh, uh give it a after the uh, post update uh out of five. I I give it a three and a half four. Okay. Hey, moving yeah. on up. Yeah. Uh, it's not uh, where I would normally place a, yeah. a Mass Effect game, but uh, well, still pretty pretty high improvement. You know who likes Mass Effect? Me. Jeff Goldblum. Yes, he does. Uh, no, Jeff Goldblum <laughs> confirmed. Do we have evidence? I wish we could get it. I would like to shoot me, Mr. Goldblum. I need you to confirm something. He'd be like, well, get my name right, Dick. <laughs> I'd be Goldblum. like, sorry, I was, uh, I was, I was nervous. Mr. Goldblum? Uh, no, uh, this, first off, two things. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was announced that he was going to, he has announced, or somebody has announced, he's going to be in Jurassic World 2. 
neat. I like it when old cast members come back, and I like Jeff Goldblum. But yeah. that's not the point here, dude. Oh, okay. Um, the main thing I'm saying is Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. <laughs> You'll never believe this. Well, you might. He's fucking eccentric enough. You just might. He has himself a food truck, and he drives it around himself. Personally, it's called, are you ready? Jeff Goldblum's food truck? No. <laughs> Chef Goldblum's food truck. Oh, nice. It's Chef Goldberg or Goldblum. All right. You know, instead of Jeff. I, I would eat there. I would too. Apparently, it's really good. I bet. Fresh guac. Yeah, you don't do that shit unless you love it. And if you love it, yeah. you're halfway there to making uh, really good yeah. food. Yeah. Uh, the article was titled uh, Jeff Goldblum Has a Food Truck and What a Time to Be Alive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Chef Goldblum's. Nice. <laughs> How fucking awesome is that? It's uh, level eight awesome out of 10. Yeah, probably. that's pretty high, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he must have watched the movie Chef and uh, got inspired. Perhaps. Uh, yeah. He's going to have himself quite a blockbuster year or two uh, with that lineup he's in. Yeah, he's got a lot. He's got a lot going. He's even in commercials and stuff now. Yeah, it's he, like he, he like took that some time wireless off. wireless or whatever. Yeah, he took time off, and now he's like, let's hit it hard. <laughs> hey, man, Papa got bills. Yeah, uh, so he's getting paid, too. He's going he's gonna to get that Goldblum money. Yeah, he found kind of a, a, a sort of pseudo-William Shatner kind of market. He's got a little cult following yeah, thing he was happening. Con- when he was really big in the beginning, he was considered a, a comedic, uh, mostly, but a fine actor. Yeah, a little and eccentric. Then he, then he got kind of made made fun of a lot on SNL and stuff, and mm-hmm. that kind of he's like, okay, I'm going to back off. And now he's kind of... Embracing embraced it, it. yeah, mm-hmm. very good, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna roll with it, and people love him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he needed to understand. People love you, Jeff Goldblum. You know, just be you. Just, just do you, we, Jeff. We, we laugh at you because yeah. we love you. That's right. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we we do. Um, and this uh, this this next thing I'm gonna talk about is the, it's the last thing I'm gonna talk about, and uh, uh, it's. <laughs> Possibly everything that is right and simultaneously wrong with the world at the same time. Okay. Okay. Uh, The the fact that this can happen and the fact that it can happen. Okay. uh, There's two different ways you can spin Mm -hmm. it, and they both oddly work. So uh, I'm going to throw this in. I'm not going to comment on anything more of it. I just went, huh? Derek Jeter bought a baseball team with Jeb Bush? I'm like, the fuck? Uh, Out of left field. Well, Jeb Bush uh, doesn't. Not Jeb Bush, the Jeter part. Oh, yeah? You know, I didn't know, like, he's the only, like, former player I know of in baseball to buy a baseball Baseball, team. uh, I mean, Jordan did it for basketball. Yeah, well, Magic Magic Johnson, I'm wrong. Magic Johnson, but he's not a baseball player. Uh, Keeping it real, though, he's an investor, so he's part of a a group of investors. Oh, so he's not going to be like, I'm Derek Jeter, I have a CEO owner's box office or something? Well, yeah, I mean, he'll get to use that office, but here's why. They, he's a part of the team because they want him to be the public face and baseball wants him to have a bigger role in in being a part of baseball and around baseball all the time right and you go well, so he bought the yankees and hell no no he, he couldn't afford the yankees yeah, no, he bought the marlins giving up that, yeah. yeah he he went in with some people and they bought the marlins so i'm not going to get much more because that's a whole thing that we can get into that and the bears really screwed the pooch on that draft my god they <laughs> fucked that up so bad but that's another show. Uh, we're, we're talking about this here. Now, I, I probably got your interests up here. So, uh, I can't even believe this. On eBay, yeah. um, this past week, there was a bit of an uproar. I don't know if it made national news, 
But there's, you know, I collect the pops. Obviously, you know, because you were ensconced in them as uh-huh. part of the recording studio. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I love them. And uh, I recently um, acquired a Mr. Meeseeks from Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. He had a Chase variant. And I'm like, I love Rick and Morty. I got to get that. So I, I searched for every way that I could. And um, I would long taken care of this. But uh, it came up because I had searched for a Mr. Meeseeks. It came up. Oh, there's an ultra rare one. And I was like, the fuck? Uh, it's a regular Mr. Meeseeks with a defect in a very funny place. Um, <laughs> it looks like he has a little Mr. Meeseeks dong okay. uh, hanging down. And it has a close-up picture <laughs> of it. And the guy's like, Funko, rare defect, Mr. Meeseeks with dong. Nice. And you go, nobody's going to buy that shit. It oh, was yeah, up dude. to 80 thousand dollars sir absolutely eighty thousand dollars okay that's probably a bit much um but some that was what it was up to somebody paid that (laughs) that's probably some famous person that just thinks it's real funny maybe like like are these trolls that were bidding up the price just because it was so dumb or how or was it brilliant because the man like that's what i'm saying Oh my God! This is the worst country ever because somebody would spend eighty thousand uh, dollars on a Mister Meeseeks. On the other side, this is the greatest country ever because somebody could take a fucking Mister Meeseeks and sell it for eighty thousand dollars because of a defect because a rich eccentric person was willing to buy it. Like, well, what is the right answer here? Yeah, I mean, the same could be said of a lot of things like baseball cards. Getting I mean, sold true. For ten thousand dollars, so but, it's all a collectible. Yeah, but this isn't though. This is just a fuck up. Yeah, that, if it was like a few thousand, maybe even ten thousand dollars, I'd be like, yeah, I totally yeah, believe that. eighty thousand yeah. dollars. Somebody who's has money wants, and apparently wants, really likes Rick and Morty or wants to. Tell a joke. Yeah, because um, I don't know how that works, but I would assume with eBay, they know you know at least roughly how much you can. I'm saying put uh, up, or if you're putting up over X amount, you have to like make some proof because if you're betting eighty or you know uh, bidding eighty thousand dollars, you, you're well, on the hook though. It is a it is a verbal contract. You can be sued. Yeah, if you put it in and you're like, I can't pay that, they can sue you. Yeah, uh, very legally, and they will win without any I, issue. That might be state by state that law, so check that out. But yeah, yeah. Well, the suing can be. I don't know if you mm-hmm. can be awarded anything or not. Right, like right. some broke ass was just like, yeah, yeah, you can take my shit. I ain't got nothing. I live in my parents' basement. And they'll all put I got you in a cage. They don't give a fuck if Would you can't pay. Oh yeah. Well, if you go to depends jail, on what kind of trial it is. If you want to go to jail we'll over a Mister Me Seeks with Dong, uh, <laughs> you you possibly had your chance last week. Like but I said, uh, some guys just think it's funny. Yeah. No, I really think that. Uh, yeah, like you said, just some rich asshole bought it just to buy it. Oh and, come on! If it was like Seth. McFarland and he loves the show because he probably does. Yeah, but it wasn't though. This is yeah. like Vader is the awesomest seven two one six four. Everybody's got to have an alias, dude. Yeah, you check into hotels true. and shit. Well, that's yeah. I'm here. Uh, I put the reservation <laughs> under Vader seven six four two six three L. I wonder who um, that is. I know he's staying at this hotel. <laughs> <laughs> got to find his alias. I can't uh, do that one. It's yeah. too obvious. Also, uh, a complete non sequitur, just because I, I just thought of it. Because it said Vader, James Earl Jones is receiving a Lifetime Tony Award, oh. Lifetime Achievement Tony Award, mm-hmm. uh, for his work on the stage. Yeah, he does. He, well, did uh, a lot. He, he still does. Oh, he yeah? was doing the Driving Miss Daisy not even that long ago. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's still out there. He's going to be, uh, he's doing the Vader voice too. So, you know, 
if there's more work, he did the for, for Rogue One, and which wasn't much. It was an after. It was not even an afternoon. It was probably an hour for of work for. Uh, yeah, because you know they're running it through some it, uh, audio scrubber anyway. Oh yeah, and he he got paid a pile. So, uh, but yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about. So I'm going to get into the TV reviews, uh, and then we're going to get those movie reviews out for you, and then uh, have a we'll have a full show ish uh, on. Uh, uh, the, we'll, uh, the, we'll have a live cast on May we'll on May the fourth. So uh, that's going to be a conflicting. A very uh, Star Wars day yeah. uh, with some st- out of out of galaxy action. I, I wish I could find. A, I bet I could a Star Wars Guardians mashup shirt. Oh, you could probably could. I don't think you find it by Thursday, unless you had them shit like overnighted or something. But if you got Prime, it's free two day shipping. It's true. Uh, if it's on Amazon, you know. Don't you hate me? <laughs> <laughs> if it's on Amazon, uh, Let's see. I have a Guardian shirt that I'm going to wear. It came in the Guardian's box. It's pretty awesome. I have two Rocket Raccoon shirts. You have you have two? I do. Oh, I thought you just had the one. Uh, no, I got the one with the big rocket, and then I got one that has a little triangle, and he's got the Hydron Collider, and it says oh. Rock and Rocket. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one, actually. Yeah. Well, I, I only bring it out on special occasions. Well, shit, then. <laughs> uh, I would like to see that someday. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But... Uh, I got some great shit to talk to you about real quick in the television section. Uh, so we're going to do that. We're going to do it now. Now, I don't know how many of you have access to stars. Um, I don't like know. in outer space? Yes, those two uh, supernovas. <laughs> uh, stars with a Z. Uh, they've they oh, the popular pay cable news network. <laughs> that's right. Uh, they have uh, a show uh, that's come out uh, called American Gods, and a lot of people probably don't know much about it, but you're going to be hearing about it soon mm. uh, because it, its debut was tonight. Um, everybody who got an advanced copy was already raving about it in the first five minutes alone. I said probably three holy shits, a couple oh my gods, and about 15 oh my damn. Uh, <laughs> like, seriously, in the first like five or ten minutes. And it didn't stop. My jaw was just left agape for pretty much the rest of the episode. I seen some shit. Nice. Uh, and it was awesome. Like, I cannot wait for more. <laughs> Sir, I cannot. Yeah, I'll have to put that on the uh, iTunes wish list. I'm sure, I'm sure the season pass is available. Oh, my God. Well, maybe um, not. It's stars. Well, I was going to say, if it's not, it's worth getting the stars for just to watch it. But I, I would recommend if you don't have it. Just wait no, I'd have to get, get Hulu it. to do that, and I'm not going to do that anymore. Well, you, you could just get stars, can't you? I, do they have a direct? I think, uh, I think they might. All right. Uh, yeah, I think they might. All right. I mean, I'm not 100% on that. Don't, 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 don't quote me. Be like, uh, I was, from the podcast said that I have rights here. I thought it was like an HBO Go thing. They have a app for they you. They do have that. If, uh, yeah. But I don't know if you can pay for it separately. Okay. If, you know Like I mean? an HBO now. But I do have that. I could put it on my tablet right in here and watch it again while I'm talking <laughs> to you all and be like, oh my God. You can't do that. But, uh, so close yet, so far away. Oh my God, it is so good. Yeah, how um, could it not be? When, uh, I guess it could not be. So so many people say something is good, it raises an eyebrow for two reasons. Oh, is it good? Or 
are we going to misfire here? Yeah, uh, are, are we all just saying it's good so we don't look like the bad guy? Yeah, be like, Neil Gaiman's a good writer. I don't want to be the guy that says this shit's weird. Uh, <laughs> but it is weird, and that's what makes it so good. That's okay. a theme that sure, you're going to sure. find in my reviews tonight. The, the weirder, more original you can be, the better your shit is going to do. Right now, we are starved well, for out. original content. Yeah. Well, well, then we don't get too many original stories. Most, and if we do, we get them on the TV, not at the theater. Yeah, or on YouTube. So uh, it's it's frustrating. So when I see it, uh, I'm really pleased, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's going to come up in colossal. If you want um, a bigger conversation about that, go find Birdcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but uh, no, man, this was just so so good, so visual. Uh, if you don't know who Neil Gaiman is, he writes comics. He wrote Sandman, uh, which had some of the best work ever. He mm-hmm. he's uh he's just he's just great everything he writes is just it just grabs you um and he's wrote novels this is based off one of his novels um but man uh the same way that he writes was the same thing about this tv show the way it opened it just had you you're like holy shit i mean in minutes not even five but in like three minutes you're like absorbed you're like what am i watching Mm -hmm. for the good you're like this is some weird shit but man i like it (laughs) Uh, because I'm going to tell you, it is some weird shit. Like it weird, do you? But I do. Uh, it was incredible, actually. Yeah, I mean, incredible. Awesome. Like, if I could rate it, I would rate it 11 out of 10. This one goes to 11. And this one, no, fuck it. This one goes to 13 and 14. 14. This goes <laughs> 13 to 14. and 14. Not 13, no, no, 14, 13. You don't want to land yeah, well, on a bad number. Well, you had to go number. through 13 to get to 14, so I guess that's true. In my button, there is no 13. It just goes from 12 to 14. Because you're, you're like that superstitious architect that doesn't put a 13th floor. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Why Why poke the bear? You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to not have it, so... Uh, well, makes you a little weird. Nah. But you like weird. So. I, I, it's been it's been proclaimed. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's really great. Um, I can't recommend it enough. If you like original content, if you have the access, you should check it out. At least the pilot... Because, damn, it was good. Uh, it has actors. The, the more known actors are going to be in it, uh, as it as it goes. But this first one, it really only has Ian McShane. Is like the big, like, no, like, most people don't know Ian McShane by his name. But if you look him up, you'll be like, oh, Deadwood. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and all kinds of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, and tons oh, of other stuff. Oh, that Christmas guy from American Horror Story. Yeah, he's got a, a you'll recognize the voice more than the name. Yeah, He's got will. a great fucking voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is in it. John Wick. And he, Yes. Uh, he is in it, and he is uh, one of the main characters. It's, like, split up into multiple stories that I'm sure will converge in some mind-blowing way. Mm. But they haven't yet, but it just... Just told the start of three stories. So we're gonna Tarantino this thing. I think maybe and maybe not. Maybe it never. Maybe their worlds never will collide because it's about a writer that's writing these stories. Mm. So, um, so I don't know. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could be three different books. It could, we I don't know, but uh, it's great. It, I was instantly captivated. I I I, I want to watch it again. I think I will. Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> don't you stand in my way. Nobody puts American gods in the corner. I won't piss J-Rod. on your cornflakes. No, don't you do it. Never. Rain uh, on your parade. Yeah. 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 Don't rain. Don't paint on my raid. I'm going to tell you, uh, we've been suffering through the rain here. It's been unpleasant. Uh, yeah, it's been raining here for some days. Uh, weeks, actually. Yeah. Two. This is the second week in a row, and shit's flooding now. Yeah, I had, um, my, had water in my basement yesterday. Boo. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, I'm doing a lot of landscaping work at the house. Um, 
So I redirected some gutter stuff, and I think that might have uh, had a little bit to do with it. But I know it's a really easy fix. Yeah. If you listen carefully in the background of the podcast, you will hear a drive, like a car drive by, Mm. and you'll hear water under its tires. That's how much it's been raining. You listen very close. That's right. Um, So American Gods is a definite go. Uh, Fargo this week was pretty good. It's starting to finally take form. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Yeah, you betcha it is. Uh, It's my deal here, Weed, and uh, it's a good deal. Uh, I'll get you you 35 bucks on that true coat there, Weed. No, God, (laughs) doggone it, Weed. You're a, you're a, you're a fucking liar. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my God. It took him the, the courage to muster it up just to say it. Oh, and Lundergaard just sits there. So uh, it's going to be 35 on that true coat. <laughs> uh, no, the, the show is really starting to shape up. The first one, uh, and Fargo is a slow burn. It, we still don't know completely, but um, like Anna, she was like, I don't like the first one. It was kind of slow. And I'm like, I thought it was awesome. But I like a slow burn, just like Better Call Saul. It's mm-hmm. a slow burn each more you get a little more each episode mm-hmm. and uh we're going to talk about better call Saul in a second but uh i really just fargo is one of the best shows on tv and we are at a time right now where um if you think all the best tv is in the fall april and may will make you reevaluate because at one point we're going to be at a time when house of cards is on american gods is on fargo is on silicon valley is on better call Saul is on all at the same fucking time and yeah. any one of them on a cable channel. No. I mean, I'm sorry, a broadcast A channel. network, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, you have to be in the business the way it is today. Uh, ESPN just fired 100 of its people. I saw that. Yeah, and on-air talent, like, you're gone today, see you later. And I forget what uh, reason the company gave uh, Disney, ultimately, but the higher-ups at ESPN. Um, but, you know, they're, the boat is sinking yeah. in cable TV. People are cutting the cord faster and faster. They're realizing they can get just as good programming without such as outrageous prices. It's a different world these days. Yeah, so they're really looking to t- squeeze every ounce or every dollar out of every minute of television. Yeah, so. and if you think that you know a hatred, nobody knows a hatred that cable knows for Netflix. That is a that is a hatred of the utmost level because they are putting yeah. them out of fucking business because they revolutionized the way shit. Was yeah, done. but they're living in the past still because okay, what do you do? You get rid of Netflix and then what? Something mm-hmm. else comes in. It's true. And they didn't even bother to hop on the Netflix train and be like, uh, some of them did, but it's still a pain in the ass uh, for some people, like even like DirecTV, watch on the go with conditions. Yeah. Uh, Infinity's actually got a great watch on the go. Nice. Um, so, I mean, good on them. I don't have Infinity, but I hate Comcast as a company. Yeah. I had that trouble with Hulu. I don't know if it's fixed it since I don't, don't have it I anymore. had some issues when but- I, in that small period of time that I had Hulu, and it was when you were in the process of saying, if they don't fix this shit, I'm getting rid of it. Yeah. I mean, I would go to watch shows and be like, this is not approved for your mobile app. You have to watch on your computer. Oh, fuck that. Like, and it would happen with my Xbox at the time and oh, stuff. Oh, no. I would not like yeah. that. No, sir. Uh, I wouldn't like it at all. Uh, the Flash came back this week too. Um, it was a pretty good episode. They're they're setting the 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 final up. We find out uh, Savitar's uh, identity next week. Is it me? Maybe. 
depends. I don't mm-hmm. know what your clause was. You wouldn't be able to tell me if it was. Otherwise, you could be sued. Yeah, no, I so, couldn't. I couldn't. So uh, I'm going to guess no I bet I have a better that. house, though, if I worked on that Well, show. you still you wouldn't be able to tell me because I'd be like, how can you afford this house? <laughs> Ways. I'd be like, oh, what are you into? I'm an uh, assassin. In my spare time, didn't worry about it. Yeah, uh, that's another video game. Hitman 47, I played too much. Uh, I took it into my own hands. Yeah, codename Hitman. Yeah, John, John Wickman. Yeah, there's a <laughs> little less extreme. Baba I, Yaga. I, I like to do the stealth way. The boogeyman. Yeah, you can go in there and shoot people up, but I just like to sneak in, poison their sushi, dress up like a chef, like chokehold them, drag them into a laundromat. You know? There was a crazy type of, in Gross Point Blank, a movie from the late 90s, uh, John Cusack plays an assassin, and there was a great, like, wicked way that he was going to kill someone. He, like, ascended down from the ceiling uh, a piece of yarn, and then, like, carefully like controlled the poison to go down the 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 yarn and drip into his mouth while he was sleeping Mm -hmm. and he could pull the thing up and there would be no trace of anything i was like oh it was smart for the 90s (laughs) now if someone does that you're gonna go get in trouble i'm not doing it i mean it was oh but you're advising i heard it on the sim podcast man but i would be (laughs) like i said gross point blank so oh okay yeah i'm off the hook i'd be like all i have to do is go watch gross point blank yeah you know and don't do that, anyways. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> Should be killing people. No, it's not. It's not right. Uh, it's just not right. They don't. The, I'm gonna the say law, if you kill people, you're weird. The law does not take kindly to that. Yeah. Um, no. no. Not they don't always take kindly to being weird either. No, they don't. <laughs> you, you're weird. I don't like it. <laughs> you better straighten up. Fly right. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Just don't be weird. Yeah, just watch Making a Murder if don't you want to see any, any more on that. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, I still haven't watched The Making a Murder. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I hear it's great, though. Well, basically, a town doesn't like this guy. so Because he's weird? Yeah. you know, he's kind of, He was a ne'er-do-well when and he was he li- younger. And he liked wrestling or something? He did like wrestling, I too. like wrestling. Uh, but that's not why they thought he was weird. Okay. I bet everybody I, I like wrestling. I bet everybody in that town likes There's wrestling. There's a pay-per-view on tonight. Like, uh, seriously, oh. I like wrestling. It's true. And you sacrifice for the good of the podcast. Good for you. Yeah, well, that's true. I can watch it later. <laughs> oh, so not so. <laughs> yeah, well, it is a sacrifice because I won't know. And I have to like stay offline if I don't want to know who wins. Mm-hmm. So I just have to just go be technology-free for a few hours. It's kind of nice. All right. Yeah. Um also, this week, uh, Better Call Saul, uh, it's ramping up. I don't know where they're going to go yet. They got me. I'm like, hmm, the fuck? Because, <laughs> hmm, uh, I, maybe I know, but I don't think I know. Like, I'm like, if he gets, I just, I can't, it, it's my deal here, Wade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, I can't. Stop get, playing with my emotions, Smokey. <laughs> I can't get into it without getting spoilery, but uh, let's just say if certain things happen, then things in Breaking Bad wouldn't be able to happen. So oh, they always they're going to have to figure out. Yeah, I know, but this is so far left, I, I don't know how they correct it, which is making me more excited to see how they do it because they know, because they're smarter than me, and they're good writers. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he had at least the story written out for the rest of oh, it. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's there. He's, it's all up here. Yeah, once it got bought, he was probably like, okay. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit down and write it. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, the story's to the point now where I'm like, okay, he took a left turn at Albuquerque there, which I didn't <laughs> see coming, which is in New Mexico. So, yes, it is. Uh-huh. I got puns for days. Um, but uh, Just ask Weird Al. That's right. Uh, 
uh, interesting side note if you can if I can remember weird Al, I'll say it if not then I probably won't but uh, they're interesting um, not involving weird well kind of it's, <laughs> long story short uh, the band list on Facebook thing uh, had something oh, to yeah. do with uh, you're not on Facebook but uh, it was all the rage this week I did not take part in such lunacy but uh, people would go around they'd be like I went to 10 concerts one of these is a fake tell me which one's the fake and some people got way into it uh, and, and including Dave Grohl, who wrote, he was like, okay, I'm going to switch it up. I was in nine of these bands out of 10, which one's fake <laughs> fucking none of them because I'm a fucking rock God. <laughs> he didn't quite say that, but he was being coy, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just tongue in cheek. And he yeah. was like, yeah, I was in all 10 of these. I rule. You guys, you, guys, you think you're cool. <laughs> yeah. Cause you went to concerts. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I've been in 10 bands and guess what? They weren't just 10 bands with 10 random names. These were 10 superstar hall of fame level bands. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Grohl is basically our equivalent here in America of music royalty these days. Like, yeah, Dude think, was in Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, I think he's in the Hall of Fame because of Nirvana. That I think he is, and he will be again for Goo Goo Dolls once they're done because of how what they've done. And and I think yeah, maybe well, he a isn't in them anymore. But the Goo Goo Dolls, Foo Fighters. Oh, I'm sorry, Foo Fighters. Sorry, yeah, yeah Goo Goo Dolls. I don't know why I said Goo Goo. I meant Foo Fighters is what I, what I meant. He was not actually in the. I don't know where that came from. Same era. Yeah, it was, but they're they're very different. To them. They are. Yeah, and they one, have and, one of my favorite music videos of all time, the My Hero video. Where the, you know, there goes my hero. Yeah. That song, it's a guy who is walking down the road and a building's on fire and it's one shot and he keeps running in and out of the building. He like saves uh, an old woman, then he saves a younger dude and then he ah. runs back in saves a little girl then he runs back in and like saves their cat see yeah it comes from the mind of uh, dave grohl yeah and it has, a, has a pretty uh interesting ending too well dave grohl is fantastic but that's neither here nor there apparently with the list that you wrote on facebook hackers can get that information and use it against you how can they do that? Google it. Check it out. It's not good. Um, if you are one that doesn't bother to look at your Facebook privacy sections, if you're listening to the show, no judgment. But I'm going to say, make sure you put your shit on private yeah. for most parts, unless you're promoting something. Mm-hmm. Other than that, always keep your shit on private. Yeah. <laughs> Just Seriously, look at those securities. They're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. So use them. That's all I'm going to say. Because I'm I'm thinking all of our guests uh, on our show uh, are tech savvy people. Yeah, it would be wise to just. They did find us on the interwebs. You know, yeah, but we we're, we're out there, man. We, we put, are. We put ourselves out there. We do. And currently working on Google Play, uh, which for some reason we just didn't. Just, do. I slipped my mind. The, yeah, it was the one that we just. Well, it showed up later after we've been doing it for a couple of years. Yeah, so uh, like, look to find us on there here soon too. If you are an Android user, um, so but Better Call Saul, uh, you know, I, it's hard for me to rate rank these now because you're getting pieces of story, and, and now they're interweaving. Uh, Mike is as much a part of that show now as Saul. Yeah. Um, because of where it's going, mm-hmm. and Mike and and Saul are going to end up meeting up, obviously because well, of what you we throw saw. Gus Fring in there, yeah, uh, he's the he is the the meat of the sandwich, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, and one is bun one, and one <laughs> is bun two, and they will meet in the middle in the Gus sandwich. In the Gus sandwich, um, but uh, yeah, it's it, you can tell it's ramping up, and this isn't as much Mike's show now, and that's why I think I love it so much. Is because it's given me answers to questions. 
I never bothered to ask in Breaking Bad because I knew they didn't have time to tell me. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is Mike's backstory? More so than just the one-off episode that oh, they yeah. gave us last year. But, like, what led him to Gus? What got him to be Gus's guy? You yeah, know what he I mean? was a former cop. He was a former cop. And I was like, well, they don't have time to tell all that, so I'll just... He just wanted to make money, so that's mm-hmm. going to be my reason. But now I'm getting the answers, and you're finding out these things that you never... You always wanted to know, but you never thought you would. And yeah. then you forgot about it until the show reminded you. You're like, fuck, yeah, I wanted to know about that. <laughs> and let me tell you something. If you think that Mike started working for Gus for money, I can already tell you what I saw for Better Call Saul. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike is a man of high moral fiber to his own code of ethics. Yes. Um, to his own code of ethics. Yes. Um, let that be clear. <laughs> you know, Everybody's got a playbook. That's right. Uh, and him and Slip and Jimmy are not so different in that aspect. They both work well, in that same moral gray area. Yeah. You know, They're not bad people, but don't well, mind bad think things. Think about that, too. When you're a cop and you see really bad dudes doing really bad things all the time, you know, a good guy doing a little, bending the rules a little bit. A little vigilante justice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, Better Call Saul, though, is getting damn good. Uh, the acting in it. How can... Uh, this is how I know that uh, Michael Michael McKeon's going to get an Emmy, at least a nomination. Because I, I don't remember if I said this last week or not, or if I just said it uh, to somebody in passing. I don't know. You had said but, something uh, about him recently. Man, yeah. I love Michael McKeon. He's made me laugh for years. This one goes to 11. He didn't say it, but he was in the movie. It was in. Yeah, he's uh, really fucking good in he, A Mighty Wind as well. He's good in all of those yeah, Christopher yeah. Guest spots, and he's good when he's in other spots, too. And I remembered now, this this week, uh, that he had played villains in movies before. Not villains, just assholes, you know, yeah. like your corporate boss mm-hmm. or something like that. Man, he can really turn on the dick button. Like, seriously, like, he is yeah. just a... Man, he is, he is so... taking it to 11. Dude, like, I'm like, well, fuck that guy, the character. Yeah. And he is, that's what makes me say he is doing his job so good. Because yeah. I hate that dude in that show. Well, you the know... The character. Uh, yeah. Um, I think uh, when... When, when he's uh, starting with season one, let me put it that way. I think from the very beginning, you could really tell that he was in a different zone in his acting. It's true. Uh, his- yeah, you were kind of like then. You were kind of like, whoa, whoa yeah, that's cool. Now you're like, oh my god, yeah, damn. Well, you, like, yeah, no wonder Jimmy's such an asshole because his brother was such a dick, and then shit keeps happening. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this one goes to fucking thirty-seven. Yeah, because uh, damn, this this dude is a prick. Well within his legal rights, but a prick. Yeah, I don't know that he is though, because yeah, he plays either. both sides. Yeah. He's like, oh, you got to be loyal to family, and what's your, you know, you got to do the right thing. And when he was trying to do the right thing, all he would do is get put down because he did that one criminal thing that one time. Oh, and I don't know if you've seen much of season three. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. dude, when you do, you Not yet, just, no. oh man. You better have a pillow to punch, because you're going to want to get him. Uh, you know, uh, act, real psychologists say that's not a good, that's not a good way to do No, that. I don't actually do that either. No, but a lot you, of people say you should, but you probably should. <laughs> Serenity now, insanity later. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, great stuff on the tube this week. And then, of course, Silicon Valley, uh, which I just watched J-Rod caught most of. It was pretty fucking funny this it's week. It's good. 
And uh, I don't. I watch. I catch a couple end of the episodes here and there, yeah. so I don't really know what's going on. But. You got a good chunk of tonight. You yeah. probably got probably twenty of the thirty minutes. Uh, and it, man, it's funny. Mike Judge is is at a, operating at a high level of comedy right now. I mean, there is even one thing where a joke was every time a noise made a, a noise a blip, it cost a certain amount of money. A and large, he, and he turned that just a simple thing like a blip. In, in a perfect piece of timing into a wonderfully executed joke. Oh, uh, yeah, when it was a beep, 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 beep. Yeah. And like, could you please uh, hurry? <laughs> right after, yeah, like right after this, there was a silence, and then it went beep, 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 and then, yeah, just right on cue. And if we could hurry, uh, <laughs> just, I'm like, yeah, it's just brilliant. Uh, and <laughs> TJ Miller just wants his money back, and he ends up <laughs> brokering a deal for something he believes to be something very lucrative. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but uh, there is space in the CRISPR at, <laughs> at, that is looming here uh, on this deal. So, in a month of free rent, but really, Some it's that CRISPR, CRISPR space that uh, is gonna it's gonna seal that deal. So, if you're not watching Silicon Valley, um, if you don't have HBO, I get it. But if you do have HBO, you should really totally check out Silicon Valley. It's four yeah, seasons now, good. and they're all funny. So uh, that's going to do it for the TV time. American Gods is the biggest takeaway from this session. American Gods, American Gods, American Gods. Please watch. It's fucking great. If you are uh, weak in the stomach, though, uh, uh, maybe not so much. Maybe uh, have your friend watch it first and see if it's for you. Because... <laughs> There is some pretty brutal shit that goes on right. in this. Um, but Thanks also for the warning. Very, really... very incredibly visual stuff. I was almost going to go watch it, and then you said that. Well, so. that's right. That's right. You need to check with your parents first and make sure that it's okay. <laughs> have, them, have them write a letter. You can send it in to HBO and be like, they said it was cool. I can watch. <laughs> I don't think they do that anymore. They just have you check a box. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody can check that box. Well, as long as you know the parental code, you can watch anything. Oh, yeah, man. Do you think there's still parents out there that don't use a parental code? That don't? <laughs> do you think? I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, my. Yeah. What an age to not use a parental code. Well, you know, I, I think there's two ways, of course, the way you, you're referencing. But I think also, you know, we, you know, there's a conversation to be had. And, like, my parents let me watch relatively anything. Obviously, when I was really young, no sex stuff. Uh, but... And, you know, we would always have a conversation about what, because uh -huh. I grew up on, like, Lethal Weapon and Oh, Die sure. Hard, yeah, I was know? completely uncensored, but that was because my mom was an alcoholic and my babysitter <laughs> was the television. I grew up with Dan Aykroyd well, and Well, I'm Bill not Murray. saying my parents weren't alcoholics there. But, uh, no, but, the, you know, they would they would all be like, you realize this is fake, you know what that means, this isn't real, this yeah, is a I story. Yeah. I bought a fucking scooter from He-Man that I thought was the actual <laughs> real shit I could fly when I was fucking six, okay? I was like, you know what, it's only $7 and I can fly it, oh, I'm going to be the envy of the neighborhood tomorrow. <laughs> and then I got it home, and it was not that. Not so flyable. I wondered, at the age of five, I'm like, how did they get it in the box? <laughs> like, that's a small box, but maybe it's just a key, and they drop the speeder off. It is a magical flying motorcycle, so maybe you just, like, flip it, and it just kind of, like, yeah, expands I, out. I, I just, but, yeah, that was my first real letdown, um, because... <laughs> I uh, think you've told that story before. Yeah, yeah, it was real, sadly, so... Yeah. But that being said, uh, I also really saw a couple of movies this weekend, and I want to make sure that I can tell you about them, and I'm going to do that right now. All right, so I'm going to start with 
you think I should start with the good news or the bad news? Can you do both at the same time? I can't. One of these movies is good news. One of these movies is bad news. No, start with the bad news. Okay, do you care to venture a guess at which one is the bad news? I feel like I'm cheating because I, I, I think you already know. Yeah. I think you already kinda, know. Kind of let it go up front, though, too, yeah. at the beginning of the podcast. I so. did. I think I did. Oh, that's right. That's the callback. Damn it. I screwed myself. Yeah. Well, damn. Well, I'll tell you, it's the circle. Um, you go, because this is one, too, that I've had a lot of people, and even Anna have had, has had a lot of people ask her, because I think everybody kind of suspects that it might be kind of blah, but they're like, it has Tom Hanks, so there's no way it could be blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Anna, she was like, I've had like four, five or six people ask me about this movie, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I've had a few, too, uh, and she's like, I just had to tell them, wasn't very good. Um, yeah, well, you know, they're promoting the crap out of it. They really are. Uh, this is uh, based on a novel of uh, high success. Um, oh, yes. And I'm going to tell you this. If they had not a better cast, but a better a better director, this movie could have been really good. And that's what really makes me angry, is when I know that the substance that they're using can be good, but either their writers weren't good enough to make it good, or their director wasn't good enough to make the the for the page leap off. Editor? No, not an editor. This okay. is not an editing problem. This is a story problem. Got it. And not only is it a story problem, it's also there's it's predictability. I don't feel that there was much predictability in the novel. Uh, I've not read it, but I just I it wouldn't have been as successful as it was. Because in this movie, Anna is not, I mean, Anna is now seeing a lot of movies and she's getting better. But me and J-Rod go into a movie theater and we can pick shit out, like, fast. Oh, yeah. Anna. People hate us. Yeah. I mean, because we're like, wouldn't happen, couldn't happen. This is ridiculous. Oh, this, this is going to happen going, here. Yeah. This is what's going to happen here. I can see six steps down the fucking line and then the, all those steps are correct. But now uh, Anna was even seeing like three or four in here, and she's like, yeah, that's totally going to be the blah. Oh, that's happening to the blah? Yep, such and such (laughs) is going to happen here. And I'm like, yep. And if she's seeing it that quickly and easily... It's pretty, pretty, um, uh, pretty uh, right in front of your face. I'm saying, and I'm not saying that in a negative way because she doesn't usually see those things because she's. Well, she would say it about herself too. Yeah, she's a very casual movie viewer, and she's like, even if I if I can see these things, Mm -hmm. then there's a problem Um, (laughs) because we see them and we see them in good movies even, and we just have to let some shit go because hey, you can't always tell 100% authentic stories. So we have to suspend our disbelief somewhat, but if we do that, at least semi surprise us, you know. Let me say, yeah. "Oh, this is going to happen." Oh, it didn't. I still figured out two out of three, but that third one, yeah, it yeah, got me. Got it bugs me. Well, you know, it's, you know the the ending too, because that can be really effective. That if if you make one or two of them predictable in the beginning, and then you you do the left hook yeah. with that last one, you're like it, sometimes it's a little cherry on top. Yeah, this one was basically gift wrapped uh, to you. It's like I don't know if they thought their viewers were either going to be of an older demographic that might not understand very basic and limited tech talk, mm. um, but I mean it wasn't much. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, this place is a very tech savvy place. Uh, the the circle is basically. I thought it was a lot like a indirect parallel kind of to Scientology uh, of a sort. Um, yeah, it's like a mashup of Apple and Scientology. It, yeah, all thrown together. Uh, it's very tech-based, and everything Although is based I've, on your... I've seen a lot of reviews that compare it to Google for some reason, which well, I, I guess the way they handle their personnel is probably I true. would say that you could say 
Yeah, I, I guess maybe in the in the workplace type of mm-hmm. environment, they do try to set it back as a laid back. Hey, but it's more of a cult like. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, we noticed you went home for the weekend. What's up with that? And she had to explain. Whereas my answer as a person would be like, "The fuck does it matter? <laughs> yeah. I went home because I work here. I don't want <laughs> to be here while I am not at work. I want to recharge. Yeah, and come back fresh." Not that I, well, you don't like here, you don't like working here, you don't want to be here. Not at all. Slow down. <laughs> uh, I just want to make sure that me, I can go have some alone time mm-hmm. with my thoughts, friends, dogs, wife, whatever, you know. But that's not in this movie. Uh, they put the pressure on once you're in the circle, you're in the circle. And if you leave the circle, they want to know why. And it's uh, like Scientology. If you try to leave, they'll send people out to follow you and find out what you're up to. And they'll be like, we noticed you went home and talked to your sick parents. And what's up with that? Uh, my, my sick parents. But you could have came here and talked to a support group for free. It's like, uh, no. Nah. And yeah, that's not. You're, they're not. My parents. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so that's the kind of thing it is, though. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it's all yeah. based on, the thing is based on your, you get a likability number, um, and you also get an approval rating for the actual job that you're doing based on 100 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm not going to get into the whole ifs, ands, or buts, but there's a lot going on, I think, that's probably well fleshed out in the novel that they kind of just basically touch upon to give you the creepy vibe in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not ever really fulfilled past a couple of snippets and then like the 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 popularity rating they talk about it at once at the beginning it's like thirty four thousand or something like that and they never mention it again but you can see it on like her computer screen like the number will change but i'm weird not everybody's gonna look at that fucking number yeah i didn't it's not a bright number that the director puts for you to purposefully see yeah i was just like oh they said that was a popularity number let me look over and see what it says now because mm-hmm. I personally wanted to know. Um, hmm. And you know what I mean? So they would say things and they never follow so through. So it would be in some shots? It, yeah, it would be in shots, yeah. not directly. It was just when they were showing her looking at her screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what this sounds like view. to me is that episode of The Black Mirror with the, the liking in the, the, the lady in the pink dress. Oh. Uh, that was trying to get to the wedding. I think maybe that's... That might be kind of like a shitty version of it. Yeah, you know but what I mean? the reason I bring it up is because the way they handled that was so well done. Yeah, and you got to figure it's in the book. So when was the book wrote, yeah. and who was given homage to who? If anybody was, you yeah, know what and I'm I saying? don't, I don't think that, that there's any ripping off or anything. No, That's but there's okay. similarities. Yeah, but uh, I'm, the way you described that, you know, the number ticking down and not everybody's going to notice. They would have like little bubbles pop up, like, yeah. "Oh, you just got raided." Yeah, see, and they, then she would look, and then dialogue would happen about that. Yeah, this is not that. This was they they mentioned two specific different ratings, and then they never talked about them again. All right. But they were still on screen for those who wanted to look, but mm-hmm. your your eye was never guided there. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so that's gonna bring me up to that was my issues with some of the stories, and I can't get into the others without spoiling stuff, and I said we don't spoil. So um what I can say too is that um I think that America is finding out and I mean this in the nicest way because clearly uh you know she is making money and doing very well but like i said in beauty of the, of the beast she emma watson was the weakest link in terms of the actors on board 
And boy, does it really show when she's chewing the fat with people like Tom Hanks and Patton Oswalt <laughs> and all the famous people that were in this movie. She stands out bad. Really? Like, yeah. Especially her, uh, her dad in this movie is played by Bill Paxton. Yeah, I um, thought it was, but yeah. they didn't show him much in the trailer. No, they just, didn't. A, just a quick flash. And he was in it enough. It was not, not a cameo, but it was a small part. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man. And he was great. He yeah. was good. He was really good. He's always so good and natural, but it, it didn't. There, her scenes with these really, you know, big actors, actors with gravitas and mm-hmm. presence. She does nothing to establish herself as being on the same level. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate, but she's also been hand-fed everything from her entire career. And she's yeah. never had to carry a movie all by mm, herself. That's definitely true. Um, with the exception of Wallflower, uh, the perks of being Wallflower, which benefited from a much better script. Uh, yep. And the fact that she could split time with other leads of the same age. Mm-hmm. This is her movie, and it doesn't pitch that in the in the trailer. Okay, not really. No, no, it doesn't. And you say, well, Tom Hanks is in it. First off, he's in it for about three minutes, and then you don't see him again until the movie's three quarters of the way over, and then he's in it for the rest. Yeah, which is so uh, total twenty five minutes of screen time in an hour and forty five minute movie. Oh, so, it's even short. It's pretty short. Uh, Patton Oswalt even less. That's... And the whole thing was, we got Patton Oswalt and Tom Hanks. Kind of. You do, but you don't have them for in the movie very much. Hmm. So if you're going on that, don't. Because I Tom Hanks brings me to the theater. He yeah. is that good. I know that... you were excited about Patton Oswalt. I am. Don't I love the Patton lead, Oswalt. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't even remember that he was in it until I rewatched the trailer. And I was like, oh, yeah, Patton Oswalt. Oh, yeah, speaking of, uh, the Kingsman trailer dropped. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And it was good. Good. Yes, good. Uh, of course, the dude abides. The dude uh, abides. Uh, good old Jeff Bridges. I, this was on a Facebook thing because uh, people are fucking stupid on Facebook. Uh, half the time I just eat popcorn and read people's dumbass comments on <laughs> shit. But anyways, Jeff Bridges has an authenticated Facebook account, which means it has a verified blue check mark either from his people or him himself. That's how you know he's important. That that it, well, that's how you know that you're at least getting info to his people or him directly. Mm-hmm. James Gunn runs his own shit. Yeah, James Gunn does not have people do it. Most actors, especially Jeff Bridges. I, it's rare that Jeff Bridges probably types on Facebook, and if so, his agent's like, here's a computer, type up a quiz, uh, and then <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hit enter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put um, a JB after it so they know that you actually typed this. Yeah. And that's what he does a handful of times. And it was like, hey, I did this movie. Check it out, JB. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Well, some probably... actors, a lot of them, it's part of their contract that the studio will run their social media. And they might. Yeah. Um, and they might even type the JB. Who mm-hmm. knows? But mm-hmm. some some ass clown on there was like, you fucking sold out, man. You're the fucking worst actor in the, in the world, Jeff Bridges, man. The dude doesn't sell out. The dude never abides, you shitty fucking actor. And I was like, huh. <laughs> so much wrong here yeah. um, that I don't even know where Have to start. Have you seen Hell or High Water? It's like, first off, the dude's had a good three Oscar nominations in the past seven years. Mm. Um, the dude was recently very much just literally the dude for John Goodman's induction into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. uh, the Walk of Fame. Yep. And there is Lebowski fests every year, not even on the same date. Because of how much people love that movie and watch it multiple times a year. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you in four different ways how you're stupid. 
but I'm not going to because it doesn't matter. Just eat your popcorn, dude. Because I just eat the popcorn because yeah. you never feed the trolls, dude. No. You don't. But that's exactly what they want Especially you to do. Especially not after midnight. Yeah. It's, yes, that's right. Don't give them no fried chicken. Fuck you up. <laughs> fuck you up for that fried chicken. Um, so, yeah. Um, the complete non sequitur. But the circle, though, this is the, this is the epitome of a wait for Netflix, red box, or video store movie. It really is. I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't speak for Chad, but usually we'll meet up afterwards and be like, you know, hey, what'd you think, you know? And uh, his words were, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And if Chad's trying to even, if Chad's saying, oh, it was great, if he, he says it's great a lot. Oh, yeah. He's like me. We're pretty easy to entertain. Mm-hmm. You take it a little further, you're a little more critical on certain things. We kind of let some things go. Oh, I like people to try hard. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. I get you. And, and, and you need that. Yeah. But uh, I, I like to be fair, though. I think if somebody could do better work, I usually grade it lower. But if it's like good for that person, I'm usually pretty fair. Yeah, I, I got the feeling that even even Chad was kind of where we were on mm-hmm. this. Uh, just kind of like, huh? Thought that would have been better. Yeah. Not that it was bad, because that's where my, my final point is on this movie. If you go to the theater and you do see this. It's not a film that you're going to sit there and fidget with like the, the movie I told you, The Lost City of Z, which scored way higher, which we were bored as hell at that movie. Well, it had uh, pretty costumes and people talking boring style. Yeah, so. but this is not, and we were never bored, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like that, but in the end, we were just like, man, I could drive so many m- trucks through all of the holes in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think you did it because you rushed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was rushed. They're like, fast track this, get Hanks for what you can get him for. He's, and Hanks is like, I got six days. And they're like, <laughs> fine. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, let's, we'll make that work. Uh, and and they did. So I think that uh, if I was the author, I would be like, you kind of fucked up my book here, guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I read a lot of reviews. I was so surprised to see it had such low numbers. Yeah. Uh, 17 and 24. I mean, geez, jeezy crazy, right? Oh, is that, are those were the numbers? Yeah. Holy shit. Critics 17, people 24? Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn. There's not that many reviews in, but... I thought I was going to be low on mine, and I'm actually higher than, than the both of them. I was giving it a 35. Oh, jeez. And I, and I thought I was being friendly at that. Yeah, and a lot of them just alluded to what you did more, more towards the beginning of that discussion, was the, the story. It just kind of, kind of flails in the yeah. wind. It, there's no real succinct beginning, middle, and end other than a thinly connected fabric mm-hmm. that just happens to play out through all three acts. And it's sometimes not interesting it's, enough to be slice of life. Yeah, and sometimes when I say connected, I mean like a far thin uh, connection. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you, you know, know, when you plug your movie as some sort of techno thriller. It is not a thriller at all, yeah. to be fair. It, they call themselves thriller. I didn't know that, and shame Well, on I them. mean, just the marketing-wise, you get the yeah. sense from the, you from do the get trailer the, yeah, you do. that there's stuff to be figured out. Yeah. And, uh, a foreboding doom yeah. of sorts, mm-hmm. and really, uh, the ending is not a bang; it's a whimper. This you is know? how the world ends. That's right, uh, or democracy, one or the other. <laughs> Look out! Uh, so no, yeah, d- democracy dies with tremendous thunderous applause. Thunderous applause. Thunderous applause. Mm-hmm. Depending upon who your president is. Oh, I don't. I don't think that's true. I got actually. jokes. I got jokes. I think no matter who the president is. Yeah, we, that's true. You think people would still applause? 
Well, no, but that's the whole point of With the, the saying. Like, if you're going to destroy democracy, the only way to do it is to get people on your side. If you're going to destroy democracy, you best do a bang-up job or don't do it at all. Well, just Google, you sons of bitches. Do Google Turkey referendum and you'll read all about the world news today and how that shit happens. Google that, but slightly misspell something in the second one and click on images and I'll bet funny looking turkeys pop up. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, it's really easy to misspell shit because the president's name, he's now the president. Is uh, Turducken? No, is, uh, Erdogan. I just think Turducken. And it's spelled is. like A-R-G. Q number seven letter R like, and percent. Like you look at it as an English person, you know, English speaking person. J-A- you don't go. That's not Erdogan. J A hashtag ampersand. There's like I'm pretty sure um-lau. there's like a G and a J in it. Erdogan. It, it ends on an umlau. Uh, <laughs> it does just, just because it's fun to it, it say. It sticks the landing for the umlau. That's right. Just because it's fun to say. And it has an Oxford comma. That's right. Uh, specifically, uh, <laughs> we don't fuck with the other kind at all. Uh, and, and of course, uh, written in MLA format. Yeah. Uh, as it must be. Now, uh, that's gonna bring me to this other movie, and it's weird because I can't give much away about this, and I can just tell you why I liked it. Um, because if I give things away, it's, the, the premise of the movie is simple. When you see it, it's I haven't not... seen it, so can I give you the description I've read? Sure. Um, it is about a woman, who played by Anne Hathaway? Already kind of wrong. I mean, it is, but it isn't. <laughs> right, but she notices um, uh, that she has a strange connection to a monster in South Korea. Yes, and that's what's much... wrong with your statement, or the state, the general statement mm-hmm. is, and it's not what's wrong with the yeah. way it can be amended is because you're right. Yes, mm-hmm. just add in also Jason Sudeikis. Right. Yeah. Um, we don't know if he's got a connection with this creature, mm-hmm. but he is in the movie equally as much as Anne Hathaway. Right. On. And they both. He, he does get uh, good billing, so they, well, they that both, doesn't surprise me. They both put in good work, but Jason Sudeikis blows the Oscar winner out the water. Nice. Uh, and Jason Sudeikis, if you say, well, that's no big deal. First off, it is Kinda because is. Anne Hathaway has been multiple nominated for Oscars and won one. Uh, yeah, very famous Oscar. Pretty fucking good yeah. um, in a lot of the stuff that she does. Dude, she was totally Catwoman. And of course, she's fucking gorgeous, and she doesn't. She don't. She dumbs herself down. I don't mean dumbs herself as in the. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for, and I don't mean in in the mind. I mean she has frumpy looking weird hair. She wears sweatpants. Mm, yeah, you know what they I mean. They do There's the eighties no... uh, uh, nerd girl. Oh my god, she takes off her glasses and puts down her hair. She's yes. totally hot. Like she's just like, oh, who is that? And then she could like spin a circle and be like, that's Anne Hathaway. <laughs> but it's but it, in this movie, it's not. It, it's got funny looking hair, and she but, you know, does not dress. She has frizzy hair. Dress normally. Uh, <laughs> And, and I should, I for mean, Anne Hathaway, you mean? I mean, for all of us, we can't just wear those clothes around and expect to have a job. I you do. know what I mean? Uh, you can't. What's you wrong can't. With you? I'm saying I can't show up to a job in sweatpants and have everybody think it's perfectly cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, so I guess in a spoiler alert, there she shows up for work in a sweatpants. Uh, <laughs> in a sweatpants, <laughs> and actually, it's not, I think they're pajama pants, mm. and, I, and I'm not 100 percent sure if it's work. But anyways, um, it's not your typical Anne Hathaway role. She is not glamorized in this role in any way, uh, as is Jason Sudeikis. He is not either. Um, 
and I see it's hard to even <laughs> it's hard to get into it because I can't and I don't want to give oh, anything shit. away. Tim Blake Nelson, nice. Yeah, Tim Blake Nelson in there. It's got a great cast, um, and they are. It's all just executed very nicely. It's a very tight and succinctly told story. And here's why I love it. Uh, yeah, I said I love it. Uh, I give this movie an eighty-five percent uh, on my end. I give it a, a very Ooh. highly recommended. Um, and let me tell you why. I've never, and 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 J Rod, you know it. I've seen a lot of movies. You have in my day. I've seen a lot. I watch two to three every single day. Still, uh, I'm gonna watch two after J Rod leaves the studio. I'm gonna watch them. Uh, but still, <laughs> thank you for. Uh... <laughs> that's right, uh, but uh, you know that's that's how I that's how I wind down, and I have never seen a movie like this in all of my years. Well, that's what you're saying about original program, and that's right. Uh, and the reason I like it so much is because I've seen so many of the same story told in so many different ways that it's cool, kind of. But I kind of get kind of burnt, and I'm really searching for a things I haven't seen. And things that are going to have a story that's going to, A, either keep me guessing, or B, just have me going, just, I'm not even going to try, I'm going to let you do your thing, and I hope we end up in a great spot. <laughs> because that's what I'm doing with the American Gods. Well, this like, is seriously. directed by Nacho Vigalando. Don't, never even heard of the dude. <laughs> I just love that name, Nacho, Nacho? Vigalando. The person's name is Nacho? N-A-C-H-O, yes, sir. Man. Fantastic. The only Nacho <laughs> that I knew of as a person was Nacho Libre oh, okay. as Jack Black. But uh, no, I really I like this movie. I think I've known movie. a couple movies that have the guy's nickname as Nacho. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you this. Now, not everybody is going to feel the same way that I did because the movie is weird. It's a weird fucking movie. But let me tell you, it was one where I had the time... And I was like, this could be really, I could really like this or I couldn't. So I was ready to either watch it. And if I wasn't into it in 20 minutes, I was going to be done. Wow. And and I was into it in five. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got to see what the fuck is going to go on here. <laughs> and I did. And as I found shit out, uh, I just really liked the uniqueness and the originality of the movie. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and it's something that we don't get a lot of I don't know, man. Times. The audience score is pretty high. It's at a 69. It's only 8,000 reviews, but that's, that's pretty, pretty high for a weird-ass movie. The, uh, what's the critic score? 79. 79. I give it an 85. I'm pretty much on par with uh, the critics. I liked it a little more, and seemingly I wouldn't have expected the audience to be that high. Uh, yeah. Just because what they're taking in is some strange shit. Mm -hmm. Like, it's mm -hmm. weird. And it doesn't make a damn bit of sense. And I said this. I said, you know what? As long as they give me an explanation, I didn't even care if it was a good one. Any <laughs> explanation, and I'm cool with it. And but the if they don't address why, that's my problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they knew that, and they gave me just what I needed. So, oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. So if you watch it, they do let you know what's up and why. So just know that if you're watching, you're going, it's just weird. Just hang in there. <laughs> it, but for me, that's what I liked about it the most was the fact that it was so weird. Um, it was great. Now, I'll tell you what's not going to be weird and what's still going to be great, and that's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy might be a Volume little weird. 2. It's going to well, be, be James weird. Gunn weird, which the world has now accepted yeah. as, However, Aw. I don't think it's going to be as weird as Thor. No, Thor is straight up fucking out there, man. Yeah. Uh, and they have really taken it a radical way uh, with the neons, the cutting of the hair, the design of the planet. No Hulk Natalie Portman. And, yeah. They're like, you know, we'll just 
kind of hard. What are you going to do? Drag her to the yeah. uh, Asgard dimension? Yeah. It's like, you know, we don't want to put her through hell. Oh, oh, oh. It's a funny nerd joke there. If you got it, extra cool points for you. Dante. Look out. Uh, but no, we are going to be checking out the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 next week. We're going to be live out to the theater. Uh, and it's going to be, I think it's going to be fantastic. James Gunn knows how to satisfy an audience, damn it. And uh, the world is going to fall in love with that baby Groot. Uh, they already love the big Groot. Now they're going to love the baby one even more. It's already got uh, Anna just all kinds of revved up. She's like, we got to buy every piece of baby Groot merch that there <laughs> is. And I'm like, damn it, that's getting expensive. Uh, no, I'm kidding. We only baby have, Groot Doritos. Yeah, baby, we need baby Groot Doritos. I got baby Groot underwears. I got baby Groot hats. I got baby Groot elbow pads for dropping elbows on your dumb ass. Uh, in the skateboard, the baby Groot skateboard that the you baby have. Groot skateboard so I could beat you over the head with it because I can't fucking <laughs> skateboard. Oh, if you man. stand up straight and I push you and you're moving, then you're skateboarding. That's right. But you can, if you still are around a, a Target, you can go in and look for a life-size Baby Groot Funko Pop. Uh, J-Rod has seen it with his own eyes. I have. It's pretty it's, big. It's pretty neat, too. Uh, it's, it's cool. It's almost like having your own movie prop, but not. But <laughs> <laughs> Get your own Groot. Uh, it's the biggest Groot there is. You think they had a stand-in for Baby Groot? It was James Gunn. Oh, nice. Uh, any any of the uh, like arms motions or mm-hmm. face motions or anything like that, the dancing, uh, anything like that's all James Gunn. Nice. Yeah. Mocap? So, uh, yeah, a little bit. All right. Not as much as like Rocket, uh, which is Sean Gunn, mm-hmm. uh, James Gunn's brother. If you know, uh, this is just a little bonus out there for those of you who do know, uh, Sean Gunn is James Gunn's brother, obviously not by name, but he's one of the Ravagers. He's the guy that says, Captain, Captain go, go teach, teach stuff, stuff. <laughs> which is the best. <laughs> It's the second best line in that movie. You know what the best line in that movie is? It's not said by anybody famous whatsoever. It's the guy that's fucking terrified of Drax and goes, that was my favorite knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the best line in the good. whole fucking that, movie. That was my favorite knife. That was my favorite knife. <laughs> it's like, so out of left field, and it's absolutely hilarious. And I expect more of that awesome like and awkward. Uh, I'm keeping it. <laughs> yeah. I expect more of that weirdness out of this. I expect more humor. They say it's Marvel's best yet. Uh, who knows until we see it, which we will be seeing it soon. But I can say I, this. I decided I'm not going to go see it. It's gonna, well, you'll be there regardless. I'm going to tell you that. You're going to be there <laughs> well, to the lead up. Threats, people. That's right. You heard it. That's right. Uh, d- d- double threats. You will be there double. or else. Oh, that is kind of a double threat. Look out. See? But I, I know that he'll be there. I don't have to threaten. Already at 86%. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I... I this is funny too. Um, Anna's learning my red flags um, about movies. Mm. On Wednesday night, I, she was like, "I'm gonna look up what time that movie starts." Uh, I was like, "Yeah, let me know." I was like, "Are you going, uh, or is it just me that's going out to review this here? Uh, are you gonna come with me to to watch?" And uh, she pulled it up. She's like, "And this was Wednesday." And we've said on here multiple times, we we know them. If there's no score up by Wednesday night, trouble. Yes, sir. Nine out of ten times trouble uh and i don't mean the little uh creatures on uh, star trek uh, not tribbles no trouble yeah uh not treble trouble um and the capital and, t yeah and anna was like uh, she was like "Ooh, no ratings that's not good right and i'm like that's not good because <laughs> this is like 11 o'clock on wednesday yeah and the way they've been promoting it you think yeah it'd be- it was pretty she's like i see commercials all the time it can't be bad right and i'm like well, um, I say that it's probably not going to be great if the reviews aren't out yet, because people who have made good movies and know that they've made good movies because they've made good movies 
focus tested the movie. Mm-hmm. They know that they've made a good movie. They want the score out at least a week before you go see the movie, so you can say, "Damn, this is writing off the charts." Like Jordan Peele, that's what built that Get Out audience. Yes, sir. Is the is the uh, Rotten the re- Tomatoes? It yeah, makes reviews, or breaks yeah. your movie. And some fucking asshole in Sweden was like, "No, nah, this was not good." So it has one negative review <laughs> from some asshole in Sweden who never gives a positive review. Oh, good. Yeah. And he did it to one movie. I can't think of it off the top of my head. And the movie that he did, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That movie was terrible. <laughs> so I think he's like a troll. Oh, yeah. Could I don't be. know. But like, he's a super reviewer, though, with uh, authenticity. So I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know what it takes to be a movie critic in Sweden. <laughs> but apparently, I think you can't he just watch American movies for tomatoes shit. a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe he's the fucking Switzerland ver- or the the uh, Swedish version of... Uh, the Swiss? Yeah, I, I, was, I was trying to think. Maybe he's their Roger, Roger Ebert, Ebert over yeah. there. You know, who knows? But he, over here, he's dumb. He don't know how American movies work. Because <laughs> that movie was great. Now, it was a little... Uh, I, I will say it was a little over-hyped. For those with the the analytical mind of everybody says this is great, it's a 100%, so it has to be the greatest movie ever, not realizing the actual Rotten Tomatoes is just a collective of good reviews. It's not like our number rating where I say an 85%, that means I give it an 85% out of 100, that's four stars right there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, just always be careful uh, with that. But if it's, if it's a hundred for that long, something's good about that film, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it stayed at a hundred percent until three weeks after its release. And he had his reviews up a week and a half before the movie came out. Oh, yeah. Cause he's like, my shit's good. And if you don't like it, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Seriously. And, uh, it was good. And now he is, he is instantaneously, gotten a seriousness that he never i don't think anticipated but uh he is no longer now the guy from key and peel and he is now the motion picture blockbuster director jordan peel yeah and the same thing could be said for james gunn a, a little known yeah. director who directed some cult classic movies yeah. here and there the only thing would be the fame before and i think that and i truly believe this because i've i've done it on both sides in the theater is uh, directors who are actors are easier to work for if you are actors. Well, that's the same, you know, I feel the same way about, um, getting a little technical here, but designers and like a technical director in theater parlance, um, the technical director builds the scenery. The designer obviously draws it and is like the architect, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and so like if, if you have a guy who's built things first or at some point in their life and then gone on to draw things, it's always easier to interpret the drawings. Mm-hmm. They know what you need to know. And they can tell you in easier ways that your brain will just pick it up and be they've like, been there. oh, yeah. because exactly, they've been exactly in that spot. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, and I say that with a, with a kindly timing because Get Out comes out on the ninth. So, uh, on the digital at least. So check that out and come see us at the, uh, Carmike AMC formerly rave <laughs> theater out there uh got some giveaways this the week artist and the movie theater formerly known as the that's rave. right uh <laughs> there's gonna be a chad city's gonna have some movie posters out there to give away it's gonna be a great night we got at least a a pop or two to give away some comic books to give away 
Uh, it's going to be a good evening. So come by. And all we need from you guys is we just want you to talk to us about your excitements about the movie. If you think it's going to be as good as the first, if you don't, if you think, what, what are you excited about? What do you think is not going to work? Just, we want to know. We want to know everything before we go in so we can answer some of those questions directly without being spoilery and get that up for you. If you, I mean, I think everybody's going to go see this anyways. But if you like to hear the reviews before you go, it will be live uh, in the wee hours of the morning on its technical release day of uh, May the 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Indeed. So uh, there's going to be a party up in here. And will you be Groot scooting? We don't know. Maybe you will. But in case I don't see it, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs>